RadioInfluence.com week first of all labor day shortens the week then michelle and i are making the transition back to tampa so we'll be back in the tampa studio froggy and fester and the coordination this week just be a, a total pain so how about we put together a special mj morning show podcast episode number 40 best of material not from the podcast that we started back in october of 2019 no how about if i go back into the archives and i pull out actual on-air segments all the way to the end of the show in 2012. So this ought to be fun. I'm just going to pick random segments of things that appeared actually on the air. That'll start here in just a second. Love the email. The email response has been absolutely tremendous. Even if you just want to say, hey, or blow it out your rear end, (laughs) send us email MJ at mjmorningshow.com, any comments, questions, things you remember, whatever. The email we're getting is just stupendous. It's it's phenomenal. MJ at mjmorningshow.com. Drop us a line, even if it's just to say hello. Don't forget the website is mjmorningshow.com. Spread the word that the MJ Morning Show is back in podcast form. Just go to mjmorningshow.com, all the information on all of our platforms, and I'd love you to share it with everyone you know on social media. Hey, did you know that the MJ Morning Show is back and these podcast episodes are really fantastic? mjmorningshow.com. You can even listen to all the previous episodes right from the website. You just push play, just push play. And, of course, we're on all of the major platforms, so listen, download, subscribe. So every Tuesday morning, the new episode is sitting right there for you. Also, on top of getting great email, you can give us a call on the hotline, 813-467-6290, 813-467-6290. Leave a voicemail or send us a text. On Twitter, I'm at Todd Schnitt. On Instagram, I am at Certified Todd Schnitt. So give me a follow in both places. And without further ado, let's get rolling. I have never heard of this drug up until this weekend. This weekend, I was watching a little bit of television and some cable news channels on, flipping around. Listen to this. Listen to this actual commercial. My frequent heartburn was really frustrating. So I went to my doctor. She said, Fred, you have acid reflux disease. I want you to try prescription as effects. What? Effects. what? Ass effects. I want that. I don't even have acid reflux. Ass effects. I just want to go to the pharmacy and say, I'm here to pick up my ass effects, please. No, ass effects. Did anyone during the focus group and the marketing of this product, during the, you know, before they launch it and you test market and you focus group names, did anyone say ass effects? Yes, I went to my doctor with an ass problem. So he gave me ass effects. I mean, what? Now, (laughs) if you look at the screen, the screen, they actually have it spelled, and it's like A-C-I. Yeah, it's a play on acid. Like P-H-E-X. Yeah, when you look at it and you see it spelled out, you can see that it's kind of a play on acid for S effects. But 
when you just hear it, it's like you've got an ass. Doctor, my ass is killing me. So my doctor gave me ass effects. I mean, what what an awful name for a heartburner and anti-acid over the counter. Actually, this is a prescription. Yeah, it's a prescription. Yeah, for a prescription uh, drug. I mean, what an awful name. Asifex is a proton pump inhibitor. These drugs work by reducing the acid in the stomach to make its pH less acidic. That means less acid to irritate the esophagus and so less heartburn. With less heartburn, I feel better now. Headache may be a side effect. Other serious stomach conditions may still exist. Ask your doctor if Asifex could be right for you. Stop. Go online. Hey, How is headache an effect hey, of Asifex? Hey, hey, Doc, my, my ass is killing me. Is Asifex right for me, doctor? Yes, it is. <laughs> is that an awful name? Ass effects. Now, granted, when if you see the screen and you see it spelled, you're like, oh, okay, ass. But even then, it's just but the, the pronunciation, the way that you say the name of their drug, it's ass effects. Doc, I got things going on in my ass you don't even want to know about. Doctor, what should I take? Ass effects. Ass effects. Has some sexy ass effects. I would like to... Uh... Prescribe you some ass effects. I have severe crack showing. What should I do, doc? Stomach conditions may still exist. Right. Ask your doctor if ass effects could be right for you. <laughs> Go online or call about a free trial offer. What? What is ass effects? Hello, doctor. Yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Yes, I need some ass effects. I need some ass effects. Mm. <laughs> That's what I did. I just need a whole jar of ass effects. Like a lot. I, I need a year's it. supply of ass effects. I mean, uh, I have this with alcohol? All right, guys, quickly. Am I making a mountain out of a molehill, or is that an awful name for a drug? I'm trying to think of a worse name. Now, oh, I that's funny. It's, it's a play on acid and, I get that. and working with the effects of acid. That's how they put it together. Acid effects, ass effects. Call it but, acid effects. If it would have been acid effects, it would okay, there's no problem. It's acid, acid effects. effects. But ass effects. All right. Good name or bad name? Awful name. That name's like ass. Well, hold on. Froggy, it's, good name or bad name? Hysterical name for our purposes. Yeah, for uh, our, our purposes, it's great. Truthfully, if I would if I was at the store and I saw it, I would have never even thought of it because it looks like it doesn't sound like that. But if I just heard, like, that, if I heard a radio commercial, I'd be like. Or TV commercial. And, and that's the deal. I was doing something else. I was reading something, and in the background, the commercial comes on for ass effects. Meredith, good name or bad name? I love it. It's a good name. It, because it's so funny or because it's because it's uh, funny okay. yeah, it, it brings it's it it's attention a terrible but, name. Yeah, it's a horrible name but, but it's when funny. you just hear the audio do you think of like ass yeah I pulled it and I was like alright I got some ass effects going on got, today got a problem here how about you Jub what do you think I of? eat it it kind of sounds like hemorrhoid cream it, you know what that would be an appropriate <laughs> yeah, or, or some type of some type of ass problem See, your proctologist take ass, ass effects. effects. My frequent heartburn was really wow. frustrating. Huh. So I went to my doctor. She said, Fred, you have acid reflux disease. I want you to try prescription ass effects. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an ass problem. I want you to try some ass effects. Fred, it's ridiculous. Fred, your ass is in serious danger. Fred! This is a treat. We've got Billy Mays and Sully, too. A famous pitchman. You know the voices. You clearly know the faces. Have them both in studio. This is a long time in the making. Getting uh, Billy Mays actually in the studio. It, it really is. It's what a feat to finally get this thing pulled off. And we're just talking about the Mighty Putty experiment, where we tried to put Fester on a shelf outdoors with the Mighty Putty to hold Fester up. I forgot about that. So I burned I holes just... with OxyClean, 
And of course, it's clearly our fault. We misused the product. Now, I, like I said, my I wife. I just saw the props, MJ. You did not use enough Mighty no, no, Putty. We, we didn't. Uh, I mean, but, you clearly did not read the instructions. I, I, told, I told Billy this off the air that my wife now says that OxyClean, it's the best thing on the planet. Now that she's actually following the instructions on the on the packaging. Yeah, funny thing about those instructions. She buys it all the time. Loves the stuff. Right, and then the, the Mighty Putty. You, 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 you give us good material. I got you. You're pulling trains and tractor trailers with Mighty Putty. It has and the muscle to pull this 80,000 pound tractor trailer. Now that's the power and strength of Mighty Putty. Right, it really say, does. But say, I'm Billy Bays. Does it have the power to hold 300 pounds of Fester's fat ass? That's what you need. Let me, let me hear fat, that. fat weighs more than muscle. Let me hear that in pitch voice. Does it have the power to hold Fester's 300 fat arse? <laughs> I like it. So we put Fester on the shelf that we put on the wall outside of the building. And I even pointed out, I said, Fester, uh, what is the ambient uh, or the proper <laughs> ambient temperature for this thing to work well? It was the coldest day of the year. It was like 29 or it was 30 a cold, degrees. cold day, yeah. That we put the Mighty Putty up on the wall with the, the brackets to build a shelf. So what happens to the products that that go through their cycle? I mean, do these products ever really truly die? Are they still around in catalogs? And um, some of the products, uh, one of the one of the big ones I have recently is the, is the stick up bulb, the little light bulb yeah, yeah. that's shaped like a bulb. We, we sold like six million of those. Oh, gosh. And um, they, they kind of they hit that. They, they peak out and you, you, you still see them on the shelves. And what's really happened is it's gone beyond television and it's kind of crept into the retail stores and. Stores like Bed Bath and Beyond and Walmart really have kind of embraced our business to get the sort of as seen yeah. on TV section. If you Walgreens walk into Bed and Bath CBS. and Beyond, it's pretty much as seen on TV, and they've really they've really got behind it. But I mean, OxyClean Billy just keeps being, people just keep buying it. No, well, it just keeps getting yeah, bigger because that's a perpetual product because everyone needs to clean consumables. I love all, consumables yeah, all, all the time. Now, as far as when you come up with an idea or you sign on with an inventor. Have you found the one thing? What is the one theme that seems to be the common thread that makes something a hit or the, the number of threads? Well, there's two uh, mass appeal yep. and the uh, demonstrability of a product. It's smashing your hand with a hammer, or you have the OxyClean bull turning white. Yep. Um, and just you want to be able to sell to everybody in the world. Yeah, I you mean, really want something that solves a common problem that's that's totally demonstrable. I mean, even if, if you skew just to women, you take out 50% of your audience. Sure. So you want to skew to everybody. And then if it solves a common problem, that helps a lot. You want something that's real simple. If it can be just explained in a short period of time. And right now with the, with the, with the economy the way it is, you know, if it's, if it's 10, 15, 20 bucks, it's affordable. You know, it's got to be a simple solution. It's got to be at a great value. And it's, it's got to be demonstrable, and, and a lot of people have got to want it. And that's the products that really work. And a lot of inventors will come to us, all due respect, with really stupid ideas. <laughs> all right. Give me, give me some of the most stupid stuff I that mean, you've seen. You're what, looking at them during the pitch, what's and you're some like, of, what's some of the dumbest stuff that you've seen? What the hell are you thinking? The last <laughs> stupid one I saw was the, the, the lady with the, the, you could pee like a man standing up. Oh. <laughs> That's in the premiere episode. Yeah, yeah. Premiere she episode. came so, in know. and she's like, got a plastic bag, <laughs> and you put it on the uh, there, yeah, and you can pee. What else over the years? What, what else over the years has been really dumb? I had a little powder thing that you could sprinkle on cat puke or right, whatever. And you sprinkle it on and scrape it out with a credit card. And it's bad. Halfway through the day, this is bad. I mean, Billy, what's the dumbest thing you've been pitched to? Get up, get behind. 
Jeez. Um, it was probably the one it was, I forget the name of it. It was uh, a product that uh, it, it put, you put it on the top part of your, the lid of your uh, toilet. Right. Okay. It was a, a little gadget. It, so when you lifted it up, uh, it was red meant stop because the toilet seat was down. <laughs> and if you lifted it up, it was green. There was an arrow there. Green means go. Red means so. It was for right. the ladies. So in right. other words, you so know. So you don't fall into the bowl. No, so you know, I think the oh, ladies oh, don't so, like oh, to have the seat they, up. No, you don't they do pee. not. Yeah, you don't right, pee. So you, right, gotcha, gotcha. Right. If, actually, so, if we see another, if you're an inventor out there right now, do not bring Billy or I a cell phone invention. We've seen every cell phone right. attachment, yep. belt clip, whatever it is. We don't want to see them. And anything to do with a toilet, no, stop inventing no right now. We've got it covered. We've got it covered. Toilet is fine. Okay, leave the toilet alone. You've seen it all. I mean, you, oh. you've been pitched everything. You know what the amazing thing is? Is just when you think, man, what else can be invented? Some of the biggest selling items have not even been thought of yet. No, no, it, it's it's endless. They're coming right now, and we—that's our hope for this show—to flush the people out to bring us the next million-dollar item and help us let let us let them you know let us help them bring it to the next level. And we we're accessible. Now, have you like, clearly we have you in the studio this morning? <laughs> now, have you ever invented an item and taken it all the way through pitch? I am not an inventor. Right. What I do is I, I'm the quarterback. You know, I like to, you know. Hold on. What is the quarterback? Just remind me. Who's in the studio? At, well, me, Sully and I. He's I don't the, hear uh, you, buddy. I don't <laughs> hear you. He's the tight end. No, he is the producer. He is the man. <laughs> he's also, he, you know, he actually goes. Give me a know, Billy Mays. Go, Give me uh, a Billy Mays. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Who's in the studio? I'll do it together. Hi, Billy Mays here. That's Anthony Sullivan. And we're here for the MJ Radio Network on 93.3 FLZ. That's right. <laughs> You know, but I've had him. We just worked on a product, uh, episode two of the Dole Saw. I mean, it uses counter rotating technology. Yep. And we actually made history because we've both worked side by side in a half hour long form show. And I mean, he never, you know, he stepped up. I got to give him credit because he's usually back there telling me how to, you know, produce, you know, how to pitch and right. this and that. So you had to stand next to me and pitch a product. Let me just say something. If you think Billy shouts like where you're sitting there, <laughs> when you actually stand next to him, and he's in full high bill, you mate. And you, you're speaking next. It's like listening to a jet engine take off. You just find yourself shouting. It's it's unbelievable. All right, let me tell you what we're gonna do. When you leave here, I'm gonna send you right up the street on the way home. I want you to go to the McDonald's drive-through, and I want you to order. I want you to order at the drive-through window as Billy Mays. I'm going to send the video camera out there. I want. <laughs> I want to get you in the Bentley at the McDonald's speaker. Hi, Hi Billy, Billy Mays here for a value meal, and I, I want <laughs> an egg and cheese biscuit. And don't stop yet. I want a medium coffee and. If you act now, I want hash browns. Just pay separate processing and handling. Just pay for processing. You gotta get the just pay for processing. You gotta get the processing and handling. Right, it's a key part of the deal. Now, with the economy the way it is, first of all, a couple of things. Uh, I would imagine that TV time now is cheaper. You can get TV time yeah, a lot. Yeah. A lot. I'm seeing an influx of of commercials now because the TV time is cheaper because the inventory is available because of the economy has slowed down radio, TV, print, newspaper, everything. Well, AIG, they stopped advertising. Um, Bank of America stopped advertising. Oh, sure. So we just jumped into all their airtime and we're, we're eating it up. So, but the, no, there's more people sitting at home, I think, and the airtime is, 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 Definitely less expensive, so we're sure. able to we're able to jump in and take it. We're looking for products actually now. We're actually honing in on products that are you know a better value now, and actually that will actually make save money. Actually, put money right. back in your pocket. And so people that are listening that are having tough economic times, I mean, 
sometimes it's the least likely individual that actually invents a product. But how do you tell somebody if a product really stinks, like you talking about the, the cat litter thing and the toilet thing, how do you let some, when somebody pitches you and they think, and keep in mind, everyone thinks their product is the greatest thing since, you know, electricity. You got to, you got to hit them. You got to tell them, you got to be honest with them. You really do. And you got to stop them dead in their tracks. And sometimes that doesn't even work. I mean, yeah, but it's they don't listen. It's tough because they come in and they pitch Billy and I, and they'll come in. And these people are good. Right. I mean, they've been working on this thing for 10 years, this stand up and pee thing. And you, and you get sucked up into the story, and then the woman's like, "How do you like, do a commercial with that?" She's like, you, you, "But she's leverage. She's I, I leverage Billy my." Billy Mays for the stand-up and pee thing. <laughs> but no, wow. and then you get, but you get caught up in the stories right. of the inventors, and I think that's one of the things about the show that I'm really, and I think when Billy and I jumped into this, we thought it was going to be more about what we do, and it's really become about the people. And honestly, if you're an inventor out there right now, and you're listening this morning, you've got an idea, and it's it's solves a common problem. And, and it does some of the things that Billy and I are talking about. You can make it happen. And, and I, I got to be honest, I'm from England, and this country's been great to me. The American dream is alive and kicking. But, you know, so. here's the thing, the main thing. Everybody has an idea. Then they have it in their head. Get a prototype. Go out there and, you know, spend 50, 100 bucks. Put it together with duct tape, glue, mighty putty, mighty mend it, whatever. Make something so it actually is something Tangible, crude. you can touch it, you can feel yeah, it, even, you, if, even if it's very crude. Because, yeah. Now, you know, obviously, with what you guys do, you know, if somebody has an idea, let's say a, a friend of yours, let's say a waitress that waits on you at the IHOP or whatever, Denny's, says, you know, Billy, I've got a great idea. You entertain her uh, concept. You see it. She has some kind of little you know, shabby prototype. You guys know all the channels for how to get it uh, actually engineered, designed, yep. built uh, wherever, yeah, uh, marketed, ready for marketplace, everything. You, yeah. you, you know all yeah, the steps. I mean, you yeah. see a lot of these, even these these TV commercials on uh, to, to how to get a patent. You can go to uspto.gov and get a patent pretty much for free. I mean, it's a free service. You right. don't have to t take a ton of money. Be careful out there if you're looking at these, um, you know, uh, places that are taking people's money uh, to get a patent. Know, they're, they're actually, you know, they, by the time they get to us, they're in the whole 20, 30 grand from some of these sure. companies. And it's a shame. It, right. it, it breaks your heart because they've taken all the money that they've had. They've spent, I mean, the 401ks, they spent their kids' education, Ugh. and they're already in the hole. So there is, I mean, we take our job so serious. I have to tell you, MJ, it is, uh, you know, so emotional. That's why we try not to get that emotionally attached to everybody because everything is riding. Everything right. is on the line, especially if my face is attached to it and it doesn't work. I mean, I take full responsibility. Speaking of your face, <laughs> I'm thinking that if you sold. How do you keep that beard so black? Well, that's it. I mean, I'm thinking if you sold Billy Mays beards on television. The Billy Goat. Hi, Billy. <laughs> Hi, Billy Mays here. And how'd you like to have my beard? Do you have, do you have like. A, a professional 24-hour employee Sorry, that just works on... you can't ask that question. That's, that question says so off-limits. <laughs> I, 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 I have to pull a Billy Bob on you. Look how neat huh? this thing is. What, what it, is it? it is perfect. I'm look backstage at, perfect. at Leno, and he you makes were... me leave. I have to leave the green room while he does whatever he does to his beard. <laughs> He's aging like Benjamin Button. I go backwards. <laughs> Seriously, I look, I, they wanted pictures of me from you know 20 years ago at the state fairs and everything. I look better now. So, so, so you're telling me in a couple of years we're gonna have a crying baby for OxyClean? Is that <laughs> you never know? <laughs> Billy, a, a guy has a product. He pitches it to you. You agree to take it. You start with the infomercials, a two-minute infomercial. What kind of percentage can an inventor of a product in his garage 
reasonably expect? Good, good question. Out of a dollar, out of a dollar, what do you think he after the television, the marketing, whatever your cut is? What can an inventor? I think he get about five percent, four or five. I mean, you know, four it, or five percent. It, it kind of depends who you go with. If you team up with a big player, and there are some real big players that will put you on the shelf everywhere. Some people think, you know, well, I want you know one percent, two percent is not a lot of money. But if we put it with a really big player who will sell fourteen, fifty sure. million units, they can get four or five percent on a well protected item. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, they don't realize how much that is over a period of time. You sell 7 million pieces, right, 14 it, million pieces you know, on that. The inventor of the Civil Sweeper yeah. basically came with a prototype, signed it over. It was all done. We took care of the whole thing from soup to nuts. I mean, obviously, he's very passionate. What do you but get? The guy's made he, millions of dollars. He's got 5%? I, I, I can't disclose the number, but Brian is a happy man. Well, I mean, here's the thing also. I mean, you know, the, the product, I mean, the, the, they got to trust. I mean, the people putting up the money. I mean, you take it to these marketing companies. Sure. Uh, the telebrands of the world and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Guthrie, what is it? Guthrie, Guthrie, Ranker. Guthrie Ranker. I mean, they put up millions of dollars to launch these products. I mean, first you have to put, you know, get it engineered. You have to get it designed, get the molds made. I mean, just making the commercial, getting it over, you know, getting the merchandise in there, getting the call centers. There is so much that you don't know. And you're going to get to see on the show Pitchman. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of I mean, the guys from Guthrie Ranker, proactive Greg Ranker. I was actually on the phone right. with him yesterday. I mean, that guy is probably the most successful guy in the industry. Vanessa Williams is signed. He's had Britney, sure. P. Diddy, the whole nine yards. I mean, that's just a phenomenal brand. And that's all part of what we do. Years ago, I met uh, one of the, uh, well, the guy, you probably know, everyone knows everyone in the industry. The the guys uh, over here also, they had uh, like the treasure book and the, they have the magic jack now. I don't know. Yeah. Are those guys still together? Yeah, the, actually, Kevin, if you're listening, yeah, Ke he's yeah, Kevin, Kevin yeah. Arrington. There's yeah. the Jewel Saw. Yeah, we did the Jewel Saw, yeah, which I, is a home run. Yeah, I mean, I, you're going to see I, a lot I, of that. Met those guys. Actually, had a, a dinner with those guys years ago, and then they had a, a guy named Bruce that used to shoot there. Did you Dorsky. know Bruce? Dorsky. Dorsky. Yeah, 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 local guy. Actually, this is you've heard of Hollywood, yeah. right? Okay, this yeah. is Holly Hood. Yeah. Okay, this, yeah. is, uh, <laughs> this is this is the infomercial capital of the world. Right doing here. it right. Hold here. on, uh, I think one of your products is on TV what, right now. What do we have on TV? Steam, they, are they doing the Steam Buddy? They're doing the Keep It or Junk It segment yeah, of the Today Show. I don't know if they kept your product that, or junk it. Keep that, it or junk it. Keep, keep going. Now, do you do you uh, when you watch Leno and I I watch Leno Leno my bounce back and forth. You know what's pretty funny is Leno has that segment where they go to the trade shows. You know, uh, bought or not bought or sold or not sold, where the guys are pitching all of these concepts. I mean, nah, you know, when I was on last week or two weeks ago, that was they were at the pet show. I mean, it was pretty uh, interesting what sold and what didn't. I mean, I, I think one of the things why our show, and I hope it's going to be appealing to a lot of people, is that everyone has either had an idea, knows someone that has an idea, you know, has thought of something. And, and I hear a lot of this from people is, that was my idea. That was my idea. <laughs> I thought of that, but they didn't do anything about right. it. You got to act. You, you got to act. act on your idea. If you have an idea, it's just an idea. Oh, you know, you keep it to yourself right. because a lot of people, you know, you know how many inventions are stolen just sure. by, you know what I thought of, you know, and they're telling this for next thing you know, it's already made and it's on TV. I mean, the guy with, you know, very typical, not a typical one, but with the intermittent uh, wiper blade. I mean, that was a bit. Yeah, movie. movie was about I it. saw. Saw the, actually, I I rented the movie two weeks ago. I, I did you watch the movie? I haven't seen uh, it, but it's. Uh, I, mean, I, I thought it of the MJ. Uh, I thought of the MJ Radio Network. <laughs> I thought of it, and it, that's all. Look at that. Uh, Flash of Genius is that movie. I, I thought it was a great movie yeah, with uh, I mean, Greg Kinnear, the guy that invented the intermittent wiper, and it was uh, stolen by Ford and Chrysler. That's and it happens every day with every ordinary people, and sure. it's a shame. That's why I always say, if somebody wants to show us a product, don't tell me. Let me sign something first because we will never, you could tell us and, you know, co you know, confidentially, we would never do that. I 
Trust me, we wouldn't. But and, you know, and I'd like you to be thing, able to. You know, Billy and I, especially Billy, love we love to slay the well, Giants. You come across as believable. You know, on television, both of you guys, you come across as honest and believable, and that's that's why you've been successful. All right, I want to get into the ShamWow guy. <laughs> You're not going to escape <laughs> the studio. Who? Who? All right, but but first, hey, man, let, let's try guy. this. I've got a 60 second clock. I'm going to start a 60 second clock, and I want you just to name all of the products that you've pitched over the years, as many as you can remember. Off the top of your head. Are you ready? We have not rehearsed this. We have not set it up. I mean, if both of you guys want to jump in and tag team and go back and forth, all of the different products, and there are going to be names that are going to come back that I probably haven't heard in, in five, eight years. Are you ready? 60 seconds on the clock. And go. Washmatic. Smart mop, Samurai smart shark. wipes. <laughs> Rotato. <laughs> what odor? <laughs> the swivel sweeper. Smart Oxy mop. Oxyclean. Kaboom. Orange glow. Uh, geez, oh, man. Stick Voila. up, Bob. First of all, instant alarm. Jeez, oh, um, oh, I was one up the easy of, roller. Easy uh, roller. Uh, yeah. Um, point point and paint. What? Point and paint. Yep. The big city slider the station. Big city slider station. <laughs> the handy switch. The tap light. Jeez. Oh, this is the one you haven't said. The tap light. <laughs> Dinking! Oh, the dinking! The dinking! Hold yeah. on, there's more, but wait! There's Simon! More. Just, pay, just pay additional postage and handling. We fix it! The fix ground it. aid! I'm running out of steam! The smart chopper! I probably can't even remember half the one. The potato! The potato slice wizard! Chop it! The quick chop! The original quick, not the slap chop! The quick chop! The Zorbees! Zorbees! Alright, that's a good segue into uh, this. Oh, of now, 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 the slap chop, he, that was your Crap product. You, you had the slap chop. No, or, I had the quick chop. You, the you, original you, quick chop. You had the quick chop, and he just, uh, Vince here, just took your idea and just rebranded it. Heck of a name. <laughs> now, <laughs> now he's got, Be careful how you want your name. Now your he's product. got slap chop. Well, he, you know, look, I mean, here's the thing. We all know what happened, and, uh, you know, we were at the Jay Leno show. I was getting ready to go on air. Jay comes in for a pre-production meeting, and honestly, this is how it went down, how we found out. Jay Leno comes in and says, hey, guys, you hear about the ShamWow guy? And he goes on to tell he was arrested, you know, doing what he did. Now, and we start laughing. We're, it was a total minute where we just... We thought, you know, we yeah, thought Jay is Jay's joking because he's coming in, he's a comedian, he's like, thought no, he's, he You got, thought he's working up the yeah, mo a monologue like got arrested. Joke, well, He really took well. it out of his monologue for that night, <laughs> well, because out of respect for me being there. But he said, gentlemen, there comes a time when you have to take the high road. There is a time because, you know, first of all, I don't condone, we're not all about what he does. You know, first of all, you don't, for two things, it's double trouble. You don't, you know, first of all, with a prostitute. Then the second thing is, you know, you're you're endorsing battering, battered women. I am not, I am, this is totally what I'm not about, or Sully's not about, and Discovery's not about. So right. Jay said, you got to take the high road on this. You really do. You just got to really, you know. But but it's so easy to talk about that Vince slap chopped the hooker's head, used the uh, sham wow to clean up the blood. I mean, the, the no, joke's right. He should have had OxyClean. <laughs> OxyClean to clean up the blood and or to soak it up with the, uh, the sham wow. Now, have you had any conversation with this guy since the incident or no? Not since the incident. Okay. He will not. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Look at his I mean, picture. I mean, the, the, the smoking gun has the photos taken by the Miami Police Department. These are unreleased photos. There are 15 photos of him and this alleged hooker. And these things are unbelievable. You haven't seen these yet. He was a hooker. I thought he was just doing good that night. <laughs> look, 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 look at this. Have you seen? Look at look at her. Oh it looks. Oh. She looks like a corpse. She looks like she is at the medical examiner's office. Something went wrong, and you know that whatever went, whatever happened. Uh, you know, I, I wish the guy gets help. And honestly, I mean, you know, if it, that happened to me, 
I would not. I mean, his commercials. Are still Listen, I got to jump in here because we were at the Super Bowl. Okay, and it was pretty funny. Yeah, because- I want to know. Now, we had Billy on the air. Billy called in first before we arranged this in-studio appearance, and we could not get Billy to tell us on the phone, but apparently you and Vince, Vince Offer, Vince Shlomi, the slap-chop sham-wow guy, you guys had some words. He said something to you, and you would not tell me what he said, but you said it was when rude. When did I tell you I would tell you? At the premiere. <laughs> At the I premiere. would whisper in your ear. But this, but this is the premiere of you <laughs> on the morning show. That's right. All right, Vince, are you going to tell I, me All what? I can do is set it up. All I know is I, I go to the box, and I'm with Billy. This is the Super Bowl here, Super Bowl. here in Tampa. Yep, yeah, it's Arizona. It's the, it's the big battle. And I walk in, and Vince is there in the same box. And I can you can cut the tension with a knife. Forget the Steelers and the Cardinals. It was all about Vince and Billy. Steelers and the, uh, yeah, the yeah, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of playing middleman. I'm like, yep. hey, Vince, this is Billy. <laughs> and they do this kind of uh, very awkward handshake. And then the whole thing just goes south from there. Well, I disappear. I leave him alone. And then the next day, I get the phone call from Billy. Sully, I got to tell you. I, I well, you know, t- the bottom line, I'm stuck. You know, we all go on a bus. We're hosting the show. I mean, I mean, he's this way and that way, just making comments, and you know what, what kind of comments? I mean, what was he saying? Disparaging comments. Was he, uh, he so, insulting so, your beard? So, Shamwow guy Vince was making disparaging comments to, about uh, you know the companies that we that were next to me, and right, you know, you know some of the companies that were in the show, yep. and uh, you know, look, I mean, he had said that you know why do you work uh, you know on percentages? You know, when when I own the product, I'm a you know I'm I'm this, I make this much. You know, you just sell products. I mean. Kind of, you know, belittle. I mean, I'm just kind of, and all the guys that own these products, own the Snuggies that sit next to me, right. own, you know, Telebrands is right here. I mean, it was very close where he was pushing my buttons where he probably wouldn't, you wouldn't see those pictures there. The other picture, you see his head going through the window because I, <laughs> I, had a, I, had, I really had to contain myself so, because the guy is really, you know, he was really off the wall. God, I mean, that, just, that would have been a story that Billy Mays Dex ShamWow guy at the Super Bowl. That would have been a I story. I would have saved his life. I mean, because now he would—he was still been on TV. I'd have been off. <laughs> yeah. he would have been the victim here instead of what happened to him a couple of weeks I later in Miami. That. He would, you know, I would. But I, you know what? You look, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fight. I would, I just contained myself. It was just too close. I, I didn't want to be confined with this guy for that long. And it, it just, hey, look, how long has he been around? I have, He's been pitching for a while, and he just kind of he grabbed, he grabbed the chammy. And Billy was doing the Zorbies. Yeah, I mean, Billy, you have the Zorbies first, and, and he grabbed that and calls it the ShamWow. Then you had the, what was your chopping quick, device? Quick chop. Quick chop. And then he comes up with slap chop. Crap chop. Slap chop. Uh, well, chop. Uh, crap sure. crap yeah. chop. <laughs> and then he takes Billy's product and throws it over his shoulder. Yeah, oh, that's what he throws in the sink. And that's, I'm sorry. That's that's well, like that's like someone in grabbing your mic and just start. You, you know, know you're correct. You're right. Well, that's, you know, here's the thing. I mean, I, I can only go so far with the, uh, the Zorbies. It was the number one uh, spot on TV for a while. I mean, I laid the foundation. And what he did was he saw an opportunity. The companies that run Steam Buddy and uh, Hercules Hook, I mean, they were getting, you know, they couldn't sustain. They didn't take him seriously. I told him, I said, take this guy seriously. He's nudging in here. I can't they, hear you, buddy. They, I can't hear you. They didn't listen. I can't hear you. You know, but because you know what? You. It's going to be shampoo over there. But I'll tell you what. What happened was they let him in. I, I laid the foundation. He built the house. Now I'm redecorating Louder. and moving in. Hey, Vince. Move over, and it's not it's not offer. It's slow me. <laughs> but anyway, that's wow. what happened. You know what? And the other thing is, slap chop. I mean, crap. Whatever it is, yeah, I, right. you know the. Th- 
I mean, I had the quick chop. We're coming back with double offers. We've reshot everything. And uh, you know, we're just he taking our product the sleeping back. giant. I don't he think really you did. were ever sleeping, though. You no, keep you saying like you hooked the sleeping giant. You know what you when ought to do? When were you ever sleeping? You, you ought to grab a picture of the smashed and hooker's face and say... Which well, don't buy, uh, don't buy anything from a guy that does this to a hooker's now, face. I mean, look, I mean, whatever she does for a living, but you know, just a hey, hey, just fa that, faster, real quick, bring up the video, bring up that spoof. Have you seen this yet? No. Oh, oh, you you've got to see this. Bring up the spoof. It should be on the website. Yeah, Go to mjmorningshow.com. This is some some comedy troupe did a spoof. You've got to see this thing before you leave the studio. Do you know more people went dressed as Billy Mays for Halloween <laughs> than Elvis Presley? <laughs> Billy Mays is the new Elvis Presley. And we got a reality show on Discovery yeah, Channel. All it is is a blue shirt and some khaki pants and a kick-ass beard. Right? Almost 30 years. Almost 30 years to get where you are now. Yeah, it did. Took that long. How? Why did you get like? What, can you explain the volume? Because I've known you for a long time, and you you were getting louder, buddy. I'm not getting louder. Yeah, you I are. project. No. I project. I do not shout. I, I, you almost have a. I need to have a defibrillator. Walk, walk over to Fester's mic. You've got to see this thing. All right. All right. Look at this. The video, folks, is up at mjmorningshow.com. That's mjmorningshow.com. Hi, I'm Vince, spokesman for the Slap Chop and the Sham Wow. I recently was arrested in a hotel lobby in Florida, but I'm out on bail so that you can learn from my mistakes. Thanks to a new miracle product, the shampoo. It's like a chamois, it's like a sponge, but designed exclusively to clean up hook of blood. Use it to wipe up evidence in the club, the back alley, the penthouse in Miami. You know you're nervous about punching hoes. You got two, two, three prior convictions. You buy the shampoo, she gets out of line. You're gonna punch the hoe every time. Let me demonstrate. Here's Sasha, a prostitute from Germany. Now you know the Germans, they got good prostitutes. One shot to the face! Look at that! Look at that! Look at this! 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 Look at that! A few drops of blood on the carpet. Pretty incriminating, right? Wrong. We're gonna do this in real time. You take the sham hoe, you wipe it on the evidence. Look at that! That's 50% of the hoe's DNA right there. Doesn't trip, doesn't miss. It's like a get out of jail free card. This thing is like a hooker. It sells itself. Now let's say you want to set the mood right. So you say something romantic like, You're gonna love my nuts. But then she bites down to your tongue and she won't let go. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, huh? You're gonna knock in the nose a half dozen times. That's what you're gonna do. It's instinct. What's gonna happen? Bow, bow, bow. You follow me, camera guy? Bow, bow, bow. Look at that. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, 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 bow. Look at that. Now what's gonna happen is that nose gonna pop open like a butterfly. You're already gonna spend 20 grand to pay off the cops and judges alone. And that's only for one hooker beating. Buy the sham hoe. You've been beating up hookers for years to come. Chris Brown just bought two dozen of these. The guy practically invented the thing. Oh. I'm going to love your nuts. You're going to love my heel. Oh. To order your sham hoe today, call 1-800-HOE-FO-SHOW. <laughs> the sham hoe, now available in prison for 10 cigarettes. <laughs> You know, like I said, to you, you email that to Vince. <laughs> yeah, hang, give give someone. And the ropes rope. out there. You know, look. You know, Sully and I both. You know, all you kidding aside. You know, now there's enough people kicking him. Obviously, you know so what? We don't I want mean, to kick him anymore. You know, if I really wanted to be, you know, look, I'm just talking a little bit here, having a little, you know, just a little pitch here, and you know about the um, shamwow and the you know the slap chop. But if I was a real nasty guy, I could have an onslaught. It's wide and, open. You know, it, I mean, it's, it's wide. I mean, open, it's Bill. wide open for me to get out there and just really go on a campaign, a rampage. But that's not what I'm all about. What I'm going to do. These are my weapons. I'm going to use them in the studio. My voice 
and my, I'm going to take back the products. The Quick Chop is actually going into Walgreens. It's going into all the retailers. And you know what? It's all going in. You know what? Zorbies is coming back. You know what? It has that X27 fiber technology. It picks up 27 times its own weight in liquid. Coffee, tea, milk or wine, collate or orange juice. It doesn't matter. You know, On you the see hood, all the rest. The roof, the trunk of, of the your car. car. Oh, cool yeah. now, and you get not one, but two rolls for $10, but I'm still not done. <laughs> you spent 10 bucks with me, I'll spend it right back with you. In this economy, I'll triple the offer. You get three rolls of Zorbies for just $10. Here's how to order. There's a problem. We got something and wrong with And we'll us. wrap it up. We'll <laughs> wrap right. it up with that. Hey, but listen, the show thank you very much. Yeah, Pitchman, and it's uh, Wednesday uh, night, 10 o'clock. Hey, on, I tell you what, we Discovery. Got, I, I tell you what I'd like to do if you yep. want to do it. If anyone's even interested, we'll give away four um, invites if you want to do it for someone who can answer some strange, bizarre infomercial trivia. If you want to give some of your listeners, <laughs> sure. Four, if the Billy Mays fans and they want to come and meet Billy, get a picture with the yelling man himself, they can come to the, uh, the premiere. The premiere. So we'll set that up with you Very guys, good. and uh, feel free to do that. Big event. Right. Big event. So it's, it's, it's Wednesday, 10 o'clock on Discovery. Right, just, just give me one. Billy Mays for the MJ Morning Show. Hi, Billy Mays here for the MJ Morning Show. You've listened to all the rest. Now listen to the best. There it is. Yeah. Thank you. Hi. And, and Hurricane, i got to send you. I wanna, I, I'd want. i love to do the McDonald's thing. That, just 30, <laughs> 30, 30 seconds. Right on the way out, right, we'll do it. We'll do it. and I, I sure. want Billy Mays just to order with Billy Mays' voice at the drive-thru. We'll go. I grab the video camera. Okay. And then we'll we'll, we'll just have you follow you right to McDonald's. Just on the pay corner. shipping it. Just pay. You, you pay for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. you just pay processing. Additional okay. processing. Thanks All right. for having we us. We got to take a break. Great to have you guys in. All right, it's the MJ Radio Network. I'm gonna get my wife on the phone because this is a very serious situation. <sighs> Folks, my new daughter hates me. You think I'm joking? Yeah. Well, I've broken the news to the audience. What news is that? I've, I've told everyone. My daughter hates me. <laughs> well, she doesn't seem to enjoy you holding her too much. I mean, how, how do I, how do I work out of this? I mean, seriously. If I'm I, trying it, to help you. I mean, when I hold my daughter, <laughs> I mean. I mean, like she's in miserable pain. Well, because you're holding her like you're in miserable pain. Uh, that's tame. That that crying is tame compared to, you know. But, Michelle, I just looked at her last night. She started crying. Because you're scary looking. What do you mean I'm scary looking? Look, because you had your hair all puffed up in the Kramer hairdo. And you're <laughs> making faces at her. And, you know. You, you, like, spooked up on her really quickly. You were like, you know, you just jumped up on her and kind of maybe Michelle, Michelle, every time I hold her, every time I look at her, my baby starts crying. Well, what have you done to her? You've brainwashed her already. No. Oh, look, all the phone calls are coming in. I, I just want to know if this is common. I'm the father, and my baby is scared to death of me. Well, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to teach you how to hold her. But, Michelle, the minute I hold the baby... It starts crying. If I start, if I hold it, you know, over my shoulder, it starts crying. If I hold it, you know, like, like, you know, like I'm breastfeeding, it starts crying. Well, maybe you stink. I don't stink. Well, I don't know what else to tell you. Michelle's trying to look for every option. I mean, what the hell's going on here? This is my baby, too, and the baby hates me. My new daughter hates my guts. Because you hold her like she's poison. I don't hold her like she's poison. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You hold her like she's got some, you know, disease. No, I don't. This has got to be some kind of a syndrome. 
Did you read about this in all those no, stupid... No, I didn't. I didn't read anything about this. You've got 13,000 baby books that you've purchased, and there's nothing about baby-hating daddy in there. Nope. Hang on a sec. Let me conference call you. I've got some calls coming in. If, if somebody can explain this, or if anyone else has dealt with this situation where baby likes mommy, baby hates daddy, I mean, to the point where this baby... Michelle, you went to work out yesterday, right? Right. You were gone for... 45 minutes. 45 minutes. The minute Michelle left the door, the, the house left the door, bah! I mean, baby was just wailing. 45 straight minutes. I changed her diaper. Didn't stop crying. I gave her the pacifier. Bop! Didn't stop crying. Spit it out. Didn't want anything to do with it. Held her. Didn't want anything to do with it. I grabbed that little toy with the black, white, and red on it that makes the crinkly noises. Bop! Still cried. My baby hates me. I think we need to put her up for adoption and get a new one. No, we're not. Hang on a minute. Hi, good morning. It's MJ. Hello. Yeah, I just want to let you know that uh, my baby did the same thing about a month old. And for how long? About a month old. Uh, but, but when did it stop hating you? Uh, about a couple weeks after that, gradually wanted me to hold her and stuff, but it right, so definitely I'll, did the same thing. So a little, bit, a, little, a little bit after a month, it started liking you. Oh, well, I'm in a month now. My baby hates me. Hi, good morning. It's MJ. Hello. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> My baby, well, he's he's 12 months now, but in the um, beginning, I see I nursed my baby too, and it was just it's just something with the nursing and not smelling the mom because they're supposed to be able to smell the mother's milk. All right, so that's it. So since you, Michelle's nursing the baby, that the, yeah. the baby knows that I've got no goods for her. That's it. That's it. <laughs> He knows. He just don't have it. And he wants the one that has it. Because it, it, it lasted till about six months. Thanks for the call. Hi, good morning. It's MJ. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Hello? Yes. Hi. Who's this? Uh, well, um, your baby doesn't hate you. My baby hates me. No, she doesn't. Now, listen. <laughs> um, you have to think of, uh, of an innocent baby. You have to think of their senses. They're really, really um, intensified. Um, so if they feel your stress or they feel your nervousness, they can feel it. I it's, told it's, him it's that. Amazing. I told um, him she feels that he's nervous when he's holding her, and it makes her, you know, upset. My baby hates you know, me. If, if she knows you're upset, then she's going to be freaked out, and she's going to get upset. Right. And the same thing happened to my husband, and now that the baby's four months old now, and, you know, now she's laughing and smiling, and, and I did breastfeed her, and I just stopped about two weeks ago, which is a real bummer. Um, well, why is it a bummer? I don't know because this is my fourth child, and she was, and this is the only one that I breastfed, and I really, I mean, I thought it was kind of like a weird thing, and I really didn't even want to do it. But you have, I don't know, you just have this bond in this relationship. Let me tell you, it's a weird thing when you hear the stories about the mom still breastfeeding when the kid's six and seven. That Isn't is, that sick? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to get to that perverted point where I was like, you know, with this huge kid latched onto my. Yeah, I'm very worried about Michelle because Michelle claims that she's going to breastfeed until the uh, she's twelve. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway, now that the baby is laughing and interacting with us more, now she enjoys my husband more than she enjoys me, and I feel like... My baby thinks I'm like Osama bin Laden or something. The one who got fat and, and, and went through hours of labor and, and, you know, breastfed you and had sore boobs and a sore body and whatever, and now the baby is enjoying my husband more than she enjoyed me. But All right, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Thing. Thanks for the call. Hi, good morning. It's MJ. Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, yes, I just want to let you know that uh, myself and friends, that's common. 
um, because the baby is with the mother and the mother's feeding it. And the, and then when you come, you have nothing to offer it. You're nervous. You're tired, maybe. Why don't you sit down with Michelle while she's feeding her and interact that way? That's what we had to do, like let the father touch the baby's head. All right, so when did, the, when did the baby start, like, liking the father? About month, a month and a half. Well, I'm, in a, I'm in a month right now, and it hates my guts. No, it doesn't hate you, sir. It, it, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he, she does. She thinks I'm poison. No, she does not. She knows. She knows her mother really well right now. And, really sc- and well. screw daddy. Is that what you're saying? Screw daddy. And she she bonded with her mother, not screw daddy. Right now, screw daddy. Her main thing is food. That's her main thing. She thinks of nothing else. Food, food, food. And mommy offers her food. So you're telling me right now, this, whoa, whoa, hang on. You're telling me right now this baby is just take, take, take. <laughs> for right now, yes, sir. Thanks for the call. Hi, good morning. It's MJ. Hello. Hey, MJ. Yep. What you need to do is you need to take one of Michelle's blouses and put it across you. And then when you have the baby in your arms, the baby will still smell Michelle, but allow you to hold her. Good idea. Thanks for the call. Hi, good morning. It's MJ. Hello. This is, Hello. MJ. Yeah, this is the My Baby Hates Me hotline. Good morning, sir. How are you? Yes, good morning. Hey, MJ, I just wanted to let you know what happened was, like, on my situation. Uh, Do me a Turn your radio all the way down. Sorry about that. All right. Yes, uh, on my situation, what happened was that I had to shave, actually, and I had to change my voice because my voice apparently was too deep for her. Uh, Really? I scared her also as well, but I had a full beard, and I had to shave my beard and my mustache in order for her to start getting along with me. You know what? I have that little scruff going because I, I never, I, I always let my my beard grow out a week before I just, you know, use a, a clipper on it. Thanks for the call. All right, Michelle. Well, I think we should try the you uh, wear one of my shirts. All right, I'll try that. And I'll, kind of like what they, and I'll, try to, like, I'll try talking like this. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what they tell you to do with dogs. So when they're away from you, you know, you give them something with your scent. And I'll whip out the Mach 3. Maybe you realize, that, guys, I have not shaved since last November. I mean, you know, my beard grows, but once a week I just take my wall clippers and I just go and I buzz it down just to a little stubble. But I haven't physically shaved with a razor since... Uh, the ABC uh, Radio Music Awards that we were on from Vegas last year. That's the last time I actually uh, shaved. Is that my baby? The baby knows I'm on the phone right now. She's starting to cry. No. <laughs> but that one time that we were passing her off, when I passed her off to you, and she made that frown that just was, like, awful. Yeah, she, she looking I, at me like, please don't give me to him. I know. She, Michelle was giving me the baby to hold for a minute, and the baby goes, and, and this awful, like, like, like this, like I just fed her poison or something. Oh, I know. All right. I hope this baby starts liking me or else we're selling her. <laughs> I hope she starts liking you soon. All right, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm going to put her on eBay. All right, so the nanny story. You ready for this? Sure. So I'm at dinner. I, I don't want to give too many clues away. Okay. Uh, dinner with friends. Where are you at? Not, not dinner with schmucks. Can you say where you are? No, that doesn't matter. The wife tells my wife the nanny story. The wife of the, the, other couple. the other couple. They apparently have the best nanny in the world. Hmm. College graduate, 25 years old, hot, apparently very hot. That's what I'm talking about. Uh-oh. Apparently attractive nanny, 
25, 5'9", mm. model body. Ooh, nice. Fantastic nanny. Apparently, just rave reviews. Unbelievable nanny. How's that ass? <laughs> I'm a big ass guy. You know. Well, I'll explain that in a second because that was clearly visible. Ooh. Husband comes home from work. And I guess the nanny had recently broken up with boyfriend or had, was having issues with boyfriend. Okay. And says to the husband, hey, want to see some pictures of me? Got some pictures on my cell phone. Ooh. She proceeds to whip out her uh, iPhone, droid, whatever, and show some pictures of her completely naked. <gasps> well, pictures are harmless. And some of the pictures were taken in his wife's dressing area at the house. Oh, my gosh. In in the house. That was awesome. What a scam. So, what? The, the, I don't know what she was thinking that this was going to say, you know, that the husband was going to go, let's go. You're going to get a raise. She's naked in the wife's dressing area. Yeah. And pick, what is she trying to do? Is she trying to frame dude? the husband? Almost almost as like a, as like a, I, no. a, a basic... Of the beginning of a blackmail. No, play. no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Sounds you like sound the beginning of it. It sounded like she was trying to come on to the husband. I, it's bizarre. It's a little seduction. So does he take the bait? Well, the word that no, no, well, no, the word that I heard was that he said, "Hey, that's great, thanks." All right, and, and just and then just kind of ended the conversation there. Smart. And then when his wife got home, uh-huh. said something like, "Hey, yeah, uh, honey, um." Our nanny today um, <laughs> showed me nude pictures of herself on my on her cell phone, and she was in our bedroom in your dressing room area. And okay, so she wasn't like going through her pictures on her cell phone, and then an accidental boob shot came up. No, no, were, no. stage naked pictures. MJ, is she a living nanny? Uh she was. Yeah. Okay, so so where are the pictures? I, ha- I have to see. You just kind of fast forwarded to the end of the story. She's no longer employed with this family. I would love for the nanny to give us a call. I mean, listen, twenty five years old, hot, could be listening to us right now. Am I not? Am I not right when I said that's a little skinky for her to do? You guys kind of jumped on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, absolutely, you're you're accurate. What? Right. But you know, what was she trying to do? I no. As far as trying to frame him, no, nah, I, I don't. Like that was a. I, I think she might have been trying to make a pass, make a pass, warm him up, get a little uh, side nanny action going. And let me tell you what has emerged from this. The wife has said that she will never hire a good-looking nanny again. She will never hire another young, good-looking nanny again. Aww. That's a shame. Yeah. Her, hurricane's taking calls over there. Anything interesting? Uh, well, it, no. It, anyone say they know who it is? <laughs> Not this one here. No, the last call I took. No. Okay. Um. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they are poor again, though. So just gonna hire a, a like a big mess just to be the nanny? <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you feel more comfortable with that, especially after that after situation that, that happened, the Ooh. wife says never hiring an attractive, good-looking, young, just a knockout body nanny again. Well, that's a rare breed. I can't imagine. Old, frumpy, grimace-like. I guess that's going to be the uh, the next nanny. Like Mrs. Doubtfire type? Hello. Hello, 
I'm here to be your nanny. I, I'd love to know if the nanny is, is listening to us or if anyone knows this nanny or if anyone else has heard this story. What kind of details hey, have you given out it, here? it just happened. It just happened like like last week. Let's see the pics. Yeah. Lida Levitt, that's, she doesn't know the nanny, but she's very upset about the story. All right. Uh, hi, it's MJ. Good morning. Hey, MJ. I just wanted to make a comment. I am 23 years old. I'm a full-time college student. I mean, I find myself, I, I guess, attractive. I, I don't, I mean, I'm engaged. I'm not whatever. But this this kind of story is the kind of crap that gets us, um, like, a bad name. Like, this is why a young girl can't find a job as a nanny because of stupid girls like this. So you think that the, the hot nanny is really putting the kibosh on it for other good-looking young women that want to be nannies and not come on to the husbands or take nude pictures of themselves? Yeah, I mean, like, why? Well, like, what? How would that even make sense? Like, oh, let me take a naked picture of myself in my boss's bathroom or my boss's bedroom and then show it to her husband. So you're pissed off. I am because this is the kind of crap that, like, it gives us a bad name. I guess, I guess that's the only way I can put it is it gives us a bad name because, like, this is what I do for a living. I mean, I'm 23 years old. I'm not trying to come on to my boss. I'm not trying to sleep with her husband or anything to that effect. I'm just trying to make a living. I've been with them for two years. You know, it was kind of like she even said in the beginning she hired older nannies in the beginning. Before Why? Because she didn't trust her husband? I don't know. I don't know. Has he ever looked at you? Has he ever stared you up and down? Did you ever feel like the husband was no. undressing you with his eyes? No, not at all. And that's, that's, I think, the way I want it. Not at all. Maybe the husband's a little bit of a flirt. I mean, how does he look? Is he a good-looking guy? <laughs> he is young. He's not young. yours, MJ's. What, what, what is your first name? Me? Amanda. Amanda? <laughs> Come over here. Let me be your hero. I am your boss. You are my nanny. I want to undress you now for real. What you think? Oh my god, I'm I'm turning around. That did get a little Enrique creepy. No way. I'm turned on. <sighs> All right, Amanda. Good luck with your job. Have a good one. Right, you too. Angie, you didn't answer my question. What does the guy look like? Is he a good-looking, young, tan? Uh, yeah, he's maybe a little older than me. I'm normal, no, normal guy. I mean, yeah. normal guy. I mean, twenty-five-year hotties don't come on to normal guys. No, no, if they're gold diggers, they're gold diggers. There, guess so. Nothing but a nothing but a gold digger. Uh, who knows? Who knows what the motive was? Uh, line two. Hi, it's MJ. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Hey, I'm just calling because I think your wife's friend must have like completely lost her mind. I would have never. You should never hire a good-looking woman to live in your house. That's just not something you do. You're yeah, asking for trouble. Pretty dumb. Are you a nanny, or have you ever done that? No, no, um, I'm not a nanny. But when we were shopping around, um, oh, okay, so you're a you're a housewife that you were shopping around for a nanny. No, no, I'm actually a. I well, I'm a professional, and so is my husband. And when we were when we had our kids, you know, we were in the process of just like looking for somebody. Um, and I just would never hire anybody that would even remotely. It's just too much temptation for your husband, especially if they come on to him. And apparently this girl was hot. Yeah. So I think you're right. See, if I, if I had a nanny like that, I'd, I'd get him like a, a, a Miss Nanny Contest sash to put on. Mm. Where? A little crown. Her husband is obviously 
obviously has a lot of self-control and is very devoted because that was very nice that she did that. When you normal? Can you imagine the, the nanny takes nude pictures of herself, of herself, shows it to the husband, and some of the pictures were even in their bedroom. I would. Oh my goodness! I would. Oh, I don't know what I would do. I wonder if she was like all naked on the bed doing doing poses with no little red Playboy ribbon across. You know, like on Entertainment Tonight when they show Playboy, they put that red ribbon across. Right. No ribbon in this picture. All right. So, now, did you ever hire a nanny? We wind up not going that route, so um, I wind up putting them in childcare. All right, but so like the nanny you would have hired though would have been like the mother in Gilbert Grape. Yeah. She had to be old and ugly. <laughs> mm, that's hot to me. All right. Thank, thank you very much. No problem. Wow. Look, look at the phones on. The phones are on fire. I want to talk to the nanny. Looks like she wanted Come. to replace the wife. Are you the nanny? Are you the smoking hot nanny? Or are, are you a nanny that's ever done this? Or have you ever had a nanny? Hi, it's MJ. Good morning. Good morning. I just had a little comment about the woman that said, oh, you never hire a pretty woman to work at your home. Oh, my God. You're pissed because you're a hot babe and, and that's your line of work. I, I used to I used to run a home daycare and I'm, and I'm not ugly. And my parents, they all trusted me and their dads would come pick up their kids in my home. And I know it's a little different. But if she can't trust her husband, then she shouldn't be married to him. And that's what I had to say. I couldn't believe what I heard her say. Uh, home daycare is a little different than a live in. It is. It is different. It is different. But the fact is that you can't trust a woman because she's pretty, and then you can't trust your husband because there's a woman who's around who's pretty. Like, I have friends who are nannies, and they go on cruises with the, with the, you know, the people they work with. And the woman. Yeah, I had to dump that. I had to dump that word. So. I was on top of it. All right. Thanks Stop. for the call. I appreciate away, it. ma'am. Yeah. All right. Uh, line one. Hi, it's MJ. Good morning. Morning. Yeah. How's it going? Oh, fine. Who's this? Steve. All right, Steve. What, what's the story? What do you got for me? I got divorced over a nanny. Oh, man. What happened? Wife caught me. Your wife caught you? <laughs> yeah. All right. The nanny couldn't have been that good looking with this guy. Uh, yeah, what, Steve. What were you doing with the nanny? Were you, like, were, were you caught, like, in the act? Oh, yeah. We were full-blown naked in the bed. <laughs> Now, was it a babysitter or was it like somebody that lived in your house and took care of your kid full-time? No, it was somebody that took care of the kid full-time, lived in the house. We hired out of a uh, foreign exchange. I to oh, say, you, you had an au pair. Yeah, I, I was about to say, no way she spoke English and got with you. Hey, baby. No, no, no. She she spoke good English. Now, do you know the girl from American Pie 2? What was her name? What? Uh, Amanda Bynes? Allie Landry? That Bynes? I don't know. What was which point, sir? There's a lot of them in that movie. She had the body like that. Okay. Oh, that body. Okay. Oh, 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 wait a minute. The, the hot one in the bedroom scene? Yes, but the face wasn't there, but the body was, <laughs> wow. Banging. A lot of European right. girls like that. All right, so did he, you got divorced <laughs> over this? Uh, actually, yeah, we're going through divorce now. How old are you? 32. And how old was the nanny? 21. Was it worth it? No. Never is. Right, and uh, do you still true. see the nanny, or is, is everything over? Oh, that nanny's gone. Wife got the house. Yeah, it's you're alone. Suicidal. Right, man, well, hope 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 things work out for you, Hi. man. 
All right. All right. Have a good one. For all you don't, that, that got depressing really fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got the house. Uh, I mean, hi, it's MJ. Good morning. Got double yourself. wide. Good morning. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I was a nanny when I was nineteen, Oof. and I was very pretty. You know, like, <laughs> what happened? You ugly up as you aged. What? What happened? <laughs> what? Would you crash your car full? Full blast into the ugly toll plaza. What happened? I was pretty, no, but now I'm no, hideous. No, 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 I'm older now, but I was. Yeah, how old are you? Still am. Well, now I'm thirty. This was so, when I was. Well, I'm sure you're still. Old. I'm sure. I'm sure you're still hot at thirty. Ew, thirty. About thirty is not old. Thirty is young <laughs> as hell. No, it's not old. I'm just saying you because you were talking about hot nanny and girl. You know we don't like to say hot or whatever, but you I, know I did. Did, did the guy ever come I'm on tired. to you? Yeah, you ever come on to the guy? No, he was really nice. I worked in a surf shop, and he used to come in all the time, and he hired me because I didn't make much money. And right. I got it was like four, four or five dollars an hour, I think, minimum wage. And he hired me to watch his kids. Um, they were little kids; they weren't in school yet. And I was there from seven thirty in the morning till about four o'clock in the afternoon every day. And his wife didn't work, but she got headaches all the time. She was always going off to the Mayo clinics and always trying to figure out what was wrong with her, but she was really nervous and she thought there was something going on with her husband and I. Fester goes to the Mayo clinic every day. Mayonnaise yeah, clinic. Yeah, mayonnaise clinic. <laughs> that was no joke. No, it was, it was sad, but I ended up having to leave. I worked for them for six months. Well, I thought you ended up having to sleep with him to, you know, no. his wife always had a headache. There was never, there was <laughs> never anything, but he rescued me one day when my car I had a flat tire and that just put her over the edge. And she said she should have never hired a young, you know, a young girl. She was mad at him for hiring me. It was bad. And we lived in a really small town. And, mm. and people kind of, you know, thought that there was something going on just because how bad she made it. But it was all her. Nothing ever, ever, ever. Uh, are you married now yourself at 30? I am married, yes. All right. Would you hire a hot-looking 19-year-old like yourself now? You know, I totally trust my husband. I don't have any insecurities over that. I don't think that that would ever be anything, but it would be a question in my mind. I mean, it's only natural. I'll tell you what, how about if we find some smoking knockout 21-year-old and we te <laughs> we test your husband out and videotape it secretly? <laughs> no, that happens all the time, actually, because of the industry that he's in. But what, what kind of industry is he in? But like like uh, porno films? What, what does he do for a living? <laughs> What? He travels all over. He sees girls in bikinis all the time. And whoa, whoa, whoa. Why does your husband see girls in bikinis? Was he a representative for Coppertone? No, 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 no. He's he's a surfer. Oh, he's a surfer. Oh, no, no. Dude. He's a surfer. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the call. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have a very important business meeting in uh, Maui. I'm a professional surfer. I'm a surfer. <laughs> The MJ Morning Show. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while, 
means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>